There's an opportunity in commercial real estate that nobody's talking about. We're going to talk about that on this episode of the Financial Momentum Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Financial Momentum Podcast. I'm Paul Airy, and I want to talk about some real estate today that no one seems to be talking about. This is an opportunity that's coming up over the next couple of years. It has already started, and uh, it's going to get even bigger as time goes on over the next two or three years. Well, any real estate, any commercial real estate uh, investment property that you buy should be managed like a business. I always say that uh, if you own a, a commercial investment property, you own a business. You have a you have a uh, uh, an asset, and your product is space. That's what you offer people is space, and they need that space to operate their business. But there are certain commercial real estate properties that are businesses. Uh, these are businesses that are difficult or impossible to separate from the real estate that they occupy. And here are some examples. RV parks, car washes, self-storage, RV and boat storage, one of my favorites, hotels, industrial outdoor storage. That would be like a truck parking, um, heavy equipment parking, marinas, place to put your boat, those properties are very difficult to separate from the business, if not impossible. And there are a lot of others that, that uh, I haven't thought of at the moment and I haven't gone into here, but uh, we're going to be general here today. and We're going to talk about the idea of real estate that is a business. So what makes these properties different? Uh, we're going to talk about what makes them more attractive and what's different about buying those Normally, when you buy a commercial investment property that you're going to lease out space to, you know, you evaluate the property. How much money does it make? Uh, you know, what are, what are the rents set at and uh, what kind of leases do you have? But when you're buying one of these properties that is a business as well, you also have to evaluate the business. And you evaluate the value of the business based on its past performance, its current performance, and possible future performance. Not my favorite metric to go by uh, because it's, uh, it's kind of a subject to exaggeration and, and uh, things like that. But, uh, uh, but those are the three things you have to look at. These properties can be and probably will be one of the best opportunities for a real estate investor or for someone looking to buy a business. So why is that? We're going to look at why that is today. And there are several reasons. Uh, reason number one is availability. A lot of these properties are going to be businesses that were operated 
owned and operated by the same owners for years, probably decades. And with somewhere around 10,000 baby boomers uh, retiring every day, that's going to make for a lot of these properties that are going to come up for sale in the next couple of years. In fact, it is said that right now 2.5 million businesses are for sale. In the next two years, that number is going to go to 12 million. But 70% of those businesses will go unsold. So we're going to get into why they're going to go unsold here in just a minute. But uh, just know that a lot of those properties, a lot of those businesses will not get bought. The majority of them will not be bought by anybody, will not be purchased. So that's the first thing that makes buying one of these businesses attractive is availability. There are going to be a lot of these available. They'll be easy to find. The second thing is financing. Now, there are a couple of reasons I mentioned financing. Um, Many of these, a lot of these baby boomers, they're going to be retiring. And it's not always preferable to have a pile of cash for your retirement or a savings account or a 401k. You want to have some income, some regular recurring monthly income. So what's that going to do for the sale of these businesses? Well, a lot of these baby boomers that are retiring are going to look very favorably on seller financing, either partially or maybe the whole thing, because it it gives them the opportunity to do away with the responsibility of the business, but they still get to benefit from the income on the business. They will still earn an income from it. It also allows them to defer the taxes on the sale of this business because they could end up owing a lot of tax to the government. You sell a business and uh, you maybe you sell something for a million, $2 million, you're going to end up paying a lot in taxes uh, to the government. This allows them to defer however much they, they finance in a note. They get to defer that much over the term of the note. So if you have a 10-year note, uh, you defer all those taxes over that 10-year period. And that can be very attractive to a seller. Uh, this is something a lot of people don't think about. These notes are an asset. You can sell a note. If you get hard up for cash, if you have an emergency come up and you need money for something, you can sell that note. There are note investors. There is a marketplace out there for note buying. There are thousands of these notes that change hands all the time. There are people out there, there are investors who specialize in note investing, buying, selling, trading notes. So it is an asset. It's a sellable asset. It's also something you can leave to to your family. Having that note is almost like owning the property. You have income from it. You're earning a a return. You can use it and you can pledge that as an asset in loans. If you ever need to borrow money, you can borrow money against that note. Uh, So, I mean, there are a lot of things you can do with it. Uh, The biggest uh, biggest thing is you can sell it. You can sell that note if you need to. And so you're not stuck with it for the whole time. So that's going to make it very attractive for them to do seller financing. And uh, the second part of financing is that since 
these types of real estate, since they're a business, there's a business attached to them, you can do SBA financing. Could be available. Something to check on. You could you could do SBA financing uh, for the purchase of one of these properties. You can do that for RV parks, self-storage, uh, RV and boat storage, just about any of these. S- SBA will do uh, their guaranteed financing on these properties and probably for a 10% down payment instead of the usual 25 or 30 that a bank is going to require. So, uh, in fact, I just checked into one of these. I was looking at an office building that I wanted to use myself. There was a, a 50 40 10 loan that was available. 10% was the cash down payment that I would have to make. So these types of deals are out there. And uh, if you have a business attached to, to it, financing is a whole different story than if you're just buying real estate. Uh, don't think it should be myself, but it is. And, uh, but it, you know, it can be an advantage. And then there's the income potential on this property. Uh, these businesses usually will have a strong income potential. Uh, there's always the opportunity to add value. And if you're able to increase the income, you increase the value of the business and you increase the value of the real estate. You know, commercial real estate, the value of it is based on the amount of income that it earns. And that's true for a business too. Uh, you know, part of a big chunk of the money you pay for a business is based on the income that it's going to bring in. So uh, the increase in value can give you access to more cash. Now you can do that through cash out refinancing. It's really kind of cool because you can, uh, if you increase the value of a property, it works with real estate. It can work with a business. It can work uh, with uh, either one of these. If you increase the value over the years and you decide you need some cash for some reason, whatever, you can go back and do a cash out refinance. Uh, they do an appraisal and when the value goes up, you are eligible for more money to borrow from your lender. Uh, you can take that extra cash, do whatever you want with it. Uh, I suggest you either put it back into your property or your business and improve it, or you buy another property or another business with it. Uh, that would be the best use of that money. You don't want to go waste it on, on ridiculous things. Uh, if you put it back into the business or buy another, another property with it, uh, you'll do well. And this is tax-free money, by the way. Uh, these are loan proceeds, not income. So you don't have to pay any income tax on this, but you can use that money to go buy another property. That's what I would do with it. Go buy another property. So one more place for income potential when buying one of these properties is when you buy it. Doesn't sound very logical at first, but that's where most people make the most money in a real estate deal is when they buy it. A lot of people think you do that when you sell it and when you're in it, but you make a lot of money on it when you buy it by buying below market value, or below the true value of what that property could be. Now, there are a lot, about to be a lot of baby boomers who have businesses that are going to be dumped on the market. And you know what? There are not enough buyers to buy all of those companies. All of these businesses, or a lot of them are going to go unsold because there just aren't enough buyers for them. Not everybody wants to buy a business. Not everybody should buy a business. But all these people 
going to be ready to retire. And if there's nobody there to buy the business, you only got three choices, basically, when you want to retire and you own a business. You either hand it over to a family member or you sell it to someone or you just shut it down and close it up. And everybody goes home, people lose their jobs, uh, you lose a lot of money. But if you're buying one of these, uh, this is why you need to look for that situation. There are going to be a lot of these people that have businesses to sell and no one to buy them. And you can be the buyer and prices will be lower than normal on these businesses. Eventually, it's going to catch up. There will be so many businesses on the market that the prices are going to start coming down and you'll be able to get a good deal. You will be able to get some very favorable deal terms. It may not be all in the price, but you might get some great deal terms like seller financing and uh, low interest rate on your seller financing. Uh, you know, maybe uh, uh, maybe a parcel buyout where the owner, the seller keeps 10% of the property keeps 10% of the business or something, uh, or maybe you uh, do a deal with some employee ownership. I know there's a company that I discovered here recently, and they are in the business of buying businesses, turning them into employee-owned businesses. What they do is they take a small portion of that company and transfer it into a certain number of the employees at the company and make them part owners and make them partners. And uh, that what that does is it gives them some something in the in the deal, it gives them skin in the game, and so they're they're motivated to stay at that business and make it work. Uh, the, it, it motivates them to not jump ship when the owner sells out. So uh, keeps keeps the good good employees that they need, the indispensable ones, on the job. So. Start looking around. If you're interested in buying a business, there are a lot of them out there for sale. Going to be a lot more of them for sale. I suggest you buy the ones that have real estate. A business with real estate is the best way to go, in my opinion. As a broker, I deal a lot in leases and uh, you know commercial property sales and purchases, tenant representation, landlord representation, and believe me, if you own a business, you're much better off uh, if you own the real estate. And if if you can, if you're if you want one of these kind of businesses, you're going to own the real estate anyway. It's just part of the business. Um, so, in the future, in the near future, we're going to go over some of these property types, some of these business types. Uh, we're just gonna we're gonna pick them one by one and go through these and talk about them and uh, how they work. How, how the real estate works with the business and uh, how you can profit from it. So that's about it for this episode of the Financial Momentum Podcast. I'll see you next week. And actually, we'll, uh, we'll be back on uh, Friday. Today's, this one comes out on Wednesday. We'll be back on Friday with our Q&A session, and I'll see you then. 